This is a story about Eric and the pursuit of happiness. I must say it has been conjured with the help of my assistant GPT version 4. I wanted him to tell me the story of William, the investment banker who had an ESG awakening and actually to focus on the part of the story where he realizes he doesn't trust anyone around him anymore to tell the truth. William was in his plush office on the 35th floor of a skyscraper that overlooked the heart of the financial district. He was an established investment banker with a reputation for relentless ambition and a knack for risk-taking that had brought him considerable success, at least in the traditional sense of the word. Financial success was a familiar friend to him, but a growing sense of emptiness was an unwelcome guest that had recently taken up residence within him. His awareness shifted when he attended a conference on environmental, social, and governance, ESG investing in Stockholm. At first, William was attracted by the potential of new investment sectors. But as he sat through presentations and panel discussions about sustainable practices, carbon footprint reduction, and corporate responsibility, he was shaken by the stark contrast to the aggressive profit-at-all-cost world he was part of. The realities of climate change, social inequalities, and corporate negligence hit him hard. Every chart of rising global temperatures, every statistic about the widening wealth gap, and every revelation about corporate malpractices felt like a hard jab in his stomach. It stirred an awakening him, a realization that his work was contributing to these issues in ways he had never considered before. Returning to his world of high-stakes venture capitalism, things didn't look quite the same anymore. The slick, polished demeanor of his colleagues suddenly seemed like charming veneers hiding an ethical pursuit of profits, the pursuit of wealth with little consideration for how it was achieved or its impact on society and the environment felt deeply troubling. The night he realized he didn't trust anyone around him anymore was when he was sitting in a quarterly board meeting. As he watched his colleagues applaud each other's ruthlessness in squeezing out profits, he felt an overwhelming sense of dislocation. Every laugh at the expense of the less fortunate, every nonchalant dismissal of environmental concerns, and every decision that valued profits over people felt like a betrayal. William sat there, almost in a trance, as he saw the forest being cleared for palm oil plantations in place of the charts, showing increased profit margins. He saw the smog-filled skies in place of the air-conditioned conference room. He saw underpaid workers and widening income gaps instead of rising share prices. He realized he could no longer trust the narrative spun around him. They felt like half-truths and distortions far removed from the pressing realities of the world. This was the moment he realized a shift had happened within him. He had to redirect his skills, influence, and resources towards more ethical ways of generating profits. He knew from that point on, his role as an investment banker would be deeply intertwined with his commitment to ESG principles. Doing business in a conscious, sustainable way wasn't just another strategy for him anymore. It was a personal mission. 
the journey would be tough. But the moment of truth had arrived. His awakening was just completing itself. Then I asked my friend to change it so that part of his epiphany was the fact that he realized he never knew the truth himself either. And in that way, came to forgive himself through that process because he was once like them. The character Eric sat, a heavy blanket of realization wrapping around him. He pondered over the epiphany he'd had, both painful and liberating. His perception of the world had changed. He had progressively learned to see the truth lying beneath the surface of his own beliefs and of those around him. The norm, the accepted, the mainstream had once been his reality too. As much as he had occasioned this realization in others, it dawned on him that he had once been one of them, oblivious and incurious. His past memories washed over him like distant echoes. He saw his old self, charming in his ignorance, certain of his convictions, a man molded by societal standards and norms. He saw himself engrossed in intellectually barren conversations and endorsing ideas he now considered shallow. The reflection in the mirror of his memory was almost unrecognizable. The epiphany expanded and contracted in his mind. He realized he had once been a puppet in the grand theater of life, but he had managed to snip away the strings that held him down, much like the characters in the stories he loved. It was life-altering to recognize what you were, and even more unsettling to be unable to figure out what you have become. Every belief he held, every assumption he made had once been held and immediately been dismantled. The man he once was, he was no more. The truth had made him a stranger to himself and clad of his past ignorance. He did not recognize the man he had become, yet felt an unparalleled sense of liberation. His epiphany was his badge, his armor, his enlightening revelation that he had lived blindfolded all these years and had broken free. He wasn't like them anymore. He was a transformed man, his, out- his outlook gritty yet hopeful, his character an amalgamation of the man he had been and the man he has become, braided together by the truth he discovered. He looked around and inward, the man who had awakened him, and he realized the shared truth connected them all. I then asked GPT to add to this that this is how he began his materiality assessment. In this vein, Eros commenced his materiality assessment, a profound introspection into what truly mattered in life. The parameters by which he had previously assessed worth and importance had been violently uprooted and replaced with a new, refined perspective. The materialistic materialistic aspects that once had held Great significance in his life now felt vapid and insignificant. The facades he once valued seemed incredibly superficial compared with the depth of actual motive and meaning he now strived to find. His values and importance hinged differently now. The house in the upscale neighborhood, the car he strutted, the clothes he won as a badge of his social standing, they all seemed less important now. 
He realized that material wealth added no value to the soul. The bigger house appealed no more. The faster car held no charm. The richer food had no taste for the man whose appetite had turned towards intellectual and spiritual enrichment. This assessment was not limited to himself. He began to observe and measure the world around him against this new scam. Who were his friends? Who actually mattered? What was his purpose? What was his contribution to the world? Such were the questions he now found himself asking. Entities around him, formerly defined only by their material worth, underwent a drastic reassessment. He understood now that the riches that society prioritized were often fledgling and hollow. Real riches, he realized, were the bonds he forged with others. The enlightenment he received, the ethical strength he gained from inner discourse and understanding. This was the start of a more complex, fulfilling journey for Eros, the beginning of his materiality assessment. His intense journey in pursuit of a fulfilling existence stripped of superficial self-worth, geared instead towards the refined construction of spiritual and intellectual wealth. Harris's transformation and his realignment with the world were akin to a long-lost seed finally returning to the nourishing bosom, bosom of the earth. It is as if he was the prodigal son of nature, who had wandered Ari into the glittering world of materialistic chaos. But now, like that seed, he had planted himself back in the fertile womb, womb of wisdom and spiritual enlightenment. You see, a seed, when it drifts away, carried by the winds and currents, can momentarily be taken in by the freedom and exhilaration of the journey. It can be enamored by the myriad hues of the landscapes it traverses, delighted by the weightlessness of its being. But sooner or later, it reaches its limit and aches for the grounded steadiness it used to call home. It understands the real exhilaration doesn't lie in drifting aimlessly, but in being embedded in the nourishing earth, in growing roots, and becoming a part of a grander, interconnected system. Eros's return was much like that seed coming back home to the earth, to its core, to its inner peace. Over time, he realized that real joy does not rest in the fleeting and the superficial, but in grounding oneself in values that enrich the soul and validate their existence. His homecoming was one of inner peace, a beautiful reconciliation with his authentic self stripped away from inessentiality. He discovered the weight of meaningless material wealth lifted off his shoulders, replaced with the grounding lightness of spiritual fulfillment. And the soothing embrace of his true self and core values, he found his deepest calm, his inner peace. With this newfound grounding, he felt as much a part of the earth, as a strong-rooted tree in the heart of a forest, back home at last.